welcome, one and all, to the Iron Catholic Podcast. I am your host, Rob, and we are back here for another great episode. So in this episode, we have an interesting topic. We're going to be discussing the possibility of diocesan personal trainers, why dioceses around the world could possibly benefit from a part-time or full-time personal trainer for their clergy. Is it a good idea or a bad idea? We're going to go through that and a little bit more about how this could possibly work if it was implemented in a diocese. But before we begin, of course, let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Uh, let's also start off with our Bible verse. I want to do a Bible verse uh, for each episode just to kind of bring the Word of God into this experience. And so, I, again, I'm using the Bible app. I have the Bible app on my phone. Uh, many of you may have it. So I'm just going to read the Bible verse for the day that I am recording this. So the verse for today is from the Gospel of Matthew, and it's chapter 22, verses 37 through 39, and it reads this. And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So that is the verse of today, uh, meditating on the word of God and how the greatest commandment is to love the Lord God with all of our being and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And again, this is how the Ten Commandments are broken up. The first three commandments focus on our love and our relationship with God, and the last seven commandments focus on our relationship with one another. So this is Christ, in a sense, uh, breaking down the Ten Commandments into two if you will. They kind of fall under two categories, God and your neighbor. Okay, so that is the verse of the day. And again, before we begin, I just want to say a happy 4th of July to all of you coming up here soon. So at the time that this is going to be released, it's going to be just about the 4th of July. So I want to wish you and your loved ones a happy 4th of July. And I hope that you're able to celebrate and spend the day with your family and friends and really just thank God uh, for the independence that we have as the nation uh, and for the freedom and for those who have fought courageously to maintain uh, and uphold the values and the freedoms uh, that we have in this country. Okay, so again, we're going to get to our topic, which again is discussing the possibility of diocesan personal trainers. So, you know, how maybe dioceses around the world could benefit from a part-time or maybe even a full-time personal trainer 
for members of the clergy, so for their priests, uh, maybe even for sisters and nuns, uh, for anybody that is ordained or consecrated clergy within the church. So, why might this be a good idea? So I got, I'm going to cover two sections here. So the first section I want to cover is three quick reasons that I can come up with uh, why this would really be a beneficial idea. And then after that, I'm going to kind of lay out maybe how this could look within a diocese. Now, this is just me spitballing. It's nothing, you know, it's nothing uh, conclusive necessarily. It's, it's nothing that uh, is, is in the works in our diocese that I live in. Uh, which is the Diocese of Green Bay. Um, but these are just kind of some ideas. It's, it's kind of uh, food for thought, if you will. And maybe one day, God willing, um, I will be able to uh, present this to the diocese and see if this could be a possibility. So all in God's will and in God's time, all we have to do is discern and be docile to the will of the Holy Spirit and the movement of the Holy Spirit. So three quick reasons why this would be a good idea. Reason number one. So a service like this, like personal trainers, would be a great service to clergy or members who are consecrated religious uh, who are looking to improve their physical fitness or tackle their physical fitness. But it could also serve as a great resource for members of the clergy who really need to harness and, and need to do some work on their physical fitness. Um, and so I really think this would just be uh, a great service and a great opportunity for members of the clergy because, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of clergy who could be looking for an opportunity to improve their body, improve their physical fitness in one way or another. And so uh, this, this would be really a diocesan service present to these members of the clergy in a sense. And I think it could also serve as, again, as, as I stated, you know, something for priests who really need to get their physical fitness uh, under control and underway. I think this would just be a phenomenal service. It would be a charitable service to help each and every clergy member who has a need for this to be able to move the needle in the right direction. And, you know, by personal trainer, I'm not necessarily saying that you know, these members of the clergy have to be bodybuilders or powerlifters or super cyclists or anything like that. Really what the service would be looking to provide would be to provide clergy with, and again, when I say clergy, I'm, I'm referring to uh, ordained or consecrated members, maybe some sisters, some nuns, priests, maybe even bishops, um, cardinals, if that's a possibility within the diocese. Uh, you know, so that's just referring to those individuals, uh, consecrated or ordained religious. And so I think it would really uh, be a great, a great service to these members of the clergy um, who either want or are in need of some physical fitness. And, you know, there's a lot of people who, who just, you know, they, they, they don't have the knowledge at the time in how to properly take care of the physical fitness. Uh, maybe they're looking for help in constructing a a progressive plan for that, and you know, so that our our priests and our our you know our consecrated uh, religious can focus on spiritually ministering uh, all the more with their energy 
to the people of the church and to the world at large, I feel having somebody help them construct and execute a program or a plan for this uh, would really be of great benefit. And so that's reason number one. Reason number two is similar to this, but I think it would really help elderly members of the clergy or consecrated religious maintain health and mobility later in life. You know, I'm a big believer. We owe so much to these men and women who have really devoted their lives to the church. They've sacrificed so much uh, for the care of the flock of the Catholic Church, for, for us, for our families. And so, you know, especially as they begin to age and when they retire, you know, as, as any individual who is aging, there's, there's going to eventually maybe become uh, health and mobility issues. And so a, a personal trainer could really help minister to these members of the clergy. And I think it's the least we can do for men and women who have devoted their entire lives selflessly uh, to, uh, you know, really be our spiritual fathers and mothers uh, in Christ. And so I think it's the very least we could do. So I think, you know, it could really help aid uh, and, and help, you know, these these members of the clergy uh, continue to do their job, you know, continue to minister to the flocks of God. You know, as we've talked about in this podcast and other episodes, you know, I think it was the first episode I mentioned when I was at the Byzantine Monastery uh, in kind of uh, middle southern Wisconsin. The abbot there said something so profound uh, that has always stuck with me and continues to stick with me. And he basically said, you know, everything that we experience enters in through our physical body, our physical faculties. And so the better and the stronger and the healthier our body is, the better we can experience and interpret anything that comes to us mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so, you know, especially for members of the clergy who are older, I think this would really help them continue to minister as spiritual mothers and fathers to the body of Christ uh, for, for a longer period of their life. And so uh, I really think that could, you know, and again, this would be a free serve. I, I, you know, I would envision this as being a free service to these individuals, to any, you know, member of the clergy, but especially to uh, elderly or retired clergy, you know, as as a gift to them, as as one small thing we can do to thank them. Uh, for their self, selfless sacrifice of their life and their constant ministering to us as the flock of Christ. So that's reason number two. And then one more quick reason is, you know, I really think it would help emphasize the church's commitment to keeping a healthy body so that we can serve spiritually as well. Again, kind of going back to what the abbot at the Byzantine Monastery said, you know, if we can keep our bodies strong and healthy, we can better minister spiritually. And so I think that this is huge because in my opinion, and I'm, I'm not sure if anybody else has, has different thoughts on this or uh, maybe has experienced something differently, but, you know, it, it's not necessarily that the church poo-poos, um, training our bodies and being physically fit, but it doesn't put a lot of emphasis on it. Now, I know the church is, is you know, an institution designed to instruct the faithful 
in faith and morals. But I think um, there could be more emphasis put on, you know, being a good steward of the vessel and the temples of the Holy Spirit that is our body. And so I think this could really, you know, having a personal trainer, uh, either part-time or full-time for a diocese, could really emphasize to Catholics within the diocese and to the general society at large that, you know, the, the church is committed to helping you live not only a spiritually and mentally healthy and sound life, but also a physically sound life as well. So these are just a few reasons that I really think would benefit the Catholic Church and, and you know, a Catholic diocese, uh, you know, to have a personal trainer, again, either part-time or full-time, depending on, you know, what, what the circumstance of each diocese or the size of each diocese or the need of each diocese even would be. Um, so there's just a few reasons. So the second part of this podcast, I want to get into maybe how this could look. And so again, this is this is more or less just spitballing. It's kind of just generating some general ideas. Um, this is by no means an exhaustive discussion or a list, but these are just some ideas that I've come together with as far as maybe how this would look within each diocese. So the first thing, I think preferably in this role, uh, you would preferably want a practicing Catholic. I'm not saying that you couldn't have a practicing Catholic, but I think it would be beneficial, uh, especially when ministering to members of the clergy, to have a practicing Catholic who maybe can help integrate uh, some some spirituality into the workouts and into maybe the dieting and the approach that they're giving uh, in helping members of the clergy plan and prepare for a fitness regimen, you know, or, or for an action plan to improve their their physicality. And so again, I, I think it would, you know, it doesn't have to be a Catholic individual, I think, but I think it would be preferable. Now again, as I mentioned before, I think this could be either a full or a part-time position, depending on the need of the diocese. But if this individual is part-time, I think they could help out uh, with other areas of the diocese. I think a nice pairing, if, if this is a part-time position, I think a nice pairing would be to make this individual uh, either something in youth ministry, young adult ministry, uh, especially you know members of our youth, members of our young adult community, I think would relate with somebody who uh, you know is not only spiritually sound, but I think also shows that they take care of themselves physically. And, you know, especially in today's hyper-physicalized and um, hyper-focus on the body, you know, for for better or for worse, sometimes it's it's too much. But I think, you know, in a society that focuses on that, I think it would be helpful to have, you know, somebody who shows that they are a good steward of the vessel of their body that God has given them. And I think that would be, um, you know, I, I think that would really be affirming to youth or young adults. So this, again, this is just spitballing. They could be in another role, maybe a maintenance role or uh, something else. But um, that I think that would be a great pairing in, in my estimation. So again, as far as how this could look, uh, you know, I I would make the schedule of this personal trainer flexible around the schedules of the clergy. Now, a lot of us know that uh, priests, 
you know, and religious a lot of times have Mondays off. Monday's a big off day because Sunday's a big day. You know, Sunday's the Sabbath. And so uh, Sunday's a big day. So Monday's a great day to rest, to have off. Um, and so, you know, again, this would be flexible around the schedules of the clergy. This would allow members of the clergy to, you know, find find time that works in their schedule because their schedule doesn't always look like the society at large. And so this could really, you know, allow flexibility within the busy schedules of priests, of deacons, of, of sisters, of nuns, of brothers, whatever it would be. I think that flexibility would be huge so that, you know, these individuals can then better minister and, and continue to minister spiritually uh, that, you know, as, as far as their rigorous schedule is demanding. Now, a couple things that could be uh, maybe, you know, a, a stumbling block would be you need a lo- you would need a location or a facility to train at, you know, because ideally I would envision this as all around fitness. So I think it would be, you know, a little bit of resistance training, a little bit of calisthenics, a little bit of cardio, a little bit of weightlifting as well. Um, I think you could offer more or less within each of these realms, uh, you know, as specifically as it pertains to each member who you're going to be helping of the clergy. But you would need a location to do this. And I know a lot of public institutions such as, you know, a local gym, a Planet Fitness, Experience Fitness, a Gold's Gym, a YMCA, you know, maybe an Anytime Fitness. A lot of them have rules against, you know, doing personal training in their facilities uh, outside of their own personal trainers. So this could potentially be a stumbling block. Uh, maybe, I don't know, I've never asked, but maybe one of these one of these places would allow, maybe, you know, they, they would need to uh, have some compensation. Maybe, you know, we, somebody could pay them a little bit to use the facilities as personal training for priests. I, you know... This again, this is just spitballing how it could look. But what I would really look at is I think this this potential stumbling block gives way to a beautiful opportunity. And I think this would give way to the opportunity of building a modest fitness center within each diocese for the use of clergy and employees. And I think it would also uh, be a great opportunity to make it open to others in the community, Catholics who are a member of the diocese. Uh, it's a great opportunity for fellowship for others. You know, it could be a facility that would be utilized uh, by members of the clergy uh, and employees of the diocese. But I think it could also be open to other members in the community and I th- and other Catholics within the diocese. I think. You know, this would just be a great community institution founded on Catholic principles and and kind of with a, a Catholic uh, twist and approach. You know, you could have you could have scripture verses on the wall. You could have you know quotes of the saints on the wall or or outside or whatever it would be. You could really mold this and shape this into an authentically Catholic fitness center, and I think that would be really cool. Um, you know, and again, I think it would help the church show that, hey, we're committed to the physical well-being, not only of our clergy, but of the faithful at large within our diocese. And so, again, I think, I know this would probably be a costly endeavor, uh, but I, I think it's something that would be reasonable. Now, you won't have to build necessarily like a massive gym, like a YMCA 
or you know a gold's gym type of of fitness facility but i think it it should be at least a modest fitness center more than maybe like a hotel or a garage fitness center um you know so that it could serve a, a handful of people at once or a few handfuls of people at once um you know and i We've talked about this before in other podcasts, but when it comes to reclaiming areas for Christ, if this is one more way, you know, having a Catholic gym or at least a gym that's open to clergy, uh, members of the diocese, and, and general public, this is one more way to work on reclaiming this area for Christ, reclaiming the area of fitness, reclaiming the area of nutrition, of, of, you know, just bodily well-being and, and in a modest way, in a balanced, modest way. And so, again, these are just a few thoughts on maybe how something like this could look within the diocese. So we will see if any of this would ever come to fruition. Um, but I, I, I'm just, I just wanted to put it out there. I think this is a great idea. I think this is, uh, has a lot of potential for fruitfulness for the church. And, and, you know, just for the community at large, especially as far as from building a modest fitness center founded on Catholic values, I think this is an incredibly evangelical opportunity. And I think it's just, it's a great opportunity for uh, for Catholics and for members of the clergy. It really serves everyone in a beneficial way. And so maybe one day I will pitch this in the Diocese of Green Bay, and maybe one day you will pitch this in your own diocese around the world, wherever you're listening from. Um, I know we have listeners in other countries, so uh, thank you all of you uh, within the United States and those of you outside of the United States and other parts of the world uh, for your support and for tuning in. And so, yeah, feel free to utilize this idea. Pitch it at uh, your own diocese if if you feel called uh, to do so. If the Lord moves your heart and, and you're inspired through this podcast to do that thing, um, do it. You know, discern the will of the Holy Spirit always, you know, and, and maybe spend some time uh, discerning this. But if you feel compelled and called, do it. Absolutely. I, I feel I may eventually do this uh, in the near future myself. So anyway, that's what I have today. Please continue to pray for me. I continue to pray for you. Let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, I hope that uh, this was a fruitful and insightful episode for you. And thank you again uh, for your support and your prayers. And as always, until next time, keep grabbing hold of your God-given destiny. God bless. 